Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Chris. Today, we're going to talk about Facebook ads and how to get them to work for your business. What does it look like to build a million-dollar digital marketing agency from the ground up with no outside funding and no product to sell yet? This podcast is going to be the answer to that. I'm Chris Creed, and I'm on that journey, and I'm so excited to share with you all of it. The ups and downs, successes, the failures. This is an honest look at what it takes to build and start something new. This is the StoryWell Marketing Podcast. Here we go. What is up? So good to be here. So stoked to be here with you guys this morning, drinking coffee, sun shining outside. Man, it's an awesome day. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I'm Chris Creed, and this is the StoryWell Marketing Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart because it is the first thing that I really dove deep into um, when I was, you know, trying to learn digital marketing. You know, you guys know my story and know the journey I'm on. Um, this was the first avenue I pursued uh, was 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 Facebook advertising. It was um, there were a couple podcasts I was listening to. Uh, the Art of Paid Traffic was one of them, but the first one I was listening to was uh, Perpetual Traffic uh, with Molly Pittman, Ralph Burns, um, and there were some other people in there as well earlier on. And it was it's awesome. I, I love everything about. Facebook ads. I love uh, how detailed you can get. I love how how smart the algorithm is uh, and how much smarter it's getting. Um, and I actually love the um, the competition idea. And then Google ads are the same way, but I, I'm just not as into it uh, as I am with, with Facebook. And it's honestly because that's where I started, right? So thinking about that has just made me think um, that I want to share some of the things, uh, big things that I've learned um, and really what's working now. But first, I just wanted to ask you a question. Do, do you believe that Facebook ads will work for you, will work for your business? Um, I, I, I believe that you, what you probably thought when I said that is a few things. One of, the, one of them is, uh, no, I've tried them before. They don't work. Facebook ads don't work for me. Uh, or two, uh, it's too expensive. I don't really have any money to pour into Facebook right now um, because I have other things going on or whatever. Uh, but the third one, and this is probably the biggest one for most people, is my audience is not on Facebook. And that's kind of one of the things I wanted to address today is that uh, your audience is on Facebook. And, and I, I, I'm just going to say that. Your audience is on Facebook. And l- let me just run through the stats real quick for you. 1.56 billion active users on Facebook as of March of, of this year, 2019. 2.8 billion monthly active users. So the first one was daily. This is monthly. 2.8 billion. That's insane. That's a, that's like a lot, a lot of people. Um and if that doesn't even convince you, like, you know, still like, still, no, my audience is not on Facebook. They're, they just don't, just, they don't do Facebook. Okay. Facebook owns Instagram. Instagram has 500 million daily users and 1 billion active users total on the Instagram platform. They also own WhatsApp. WhatsApp has 1 billion daily active users. That's insane. A billion people a day. Y'all, I mean, Facebook has your customers. 
They own all of that space online and they have your client. They have your ideal customer. They're taking some of their attention every single day. And that is what we do as business owners, as marketers. We have to go out and and rally attention. We have to gather attention like, and, and, you know, throw a lasso out there and try to get some attention in. Okay. That is what we do. And so if we, if we know where the people are, then we can go to where the people are. I was just listening to a, a podcast uh, earlier this week, and uh, it was Russell Brunson, and he was telling this story of, you know, like, back in the day, there were, like, three news outlets, right? So, like, there was uh, NBC and ABC and, uh, and uh, CBS or whatever. And they had the they had all of the attention. So those were the those were the places you went to buy attention. Those were the three channels. And then what happened is there were you know more and more channels started to come out. So there was more and more attention, and then more and more and more, and then cable and satellite and all that. And there were like tons and tons of of channels out there. And there were it was it was really you know really spread out. Everybody's attention was really spread out, and it was hard to to really like go after. Um, specific people because there weren't there weren't just all on the same things right um, well now we have transitioned out of that to where all of the advertising mostly is, is going into into online so uh, where what channels are are the what channels can we put our stuff on that what, to find our people, like where are the people? Where are the people? What channels are they tuning into every day? And uh, YouTube is another big one. So we got YouTube and, and Instagram and and Facebook and and WhatsApp even like those those things. Messenger is is starting to become big as well. The people are there, like so we have to go to where the people are. Um, but there's a lot of other things that go into it, right? You can't just start running ads and uh, just just to everybody. Um, and that that goes back to what I've talked about a lot on this show is that we're not trying to reach everybody. And Facebook really um, rewards you for saying that. Okay, I'm not talking to everybody. I'm talking to these people. Facebook, can you go find me some more of these people? And Facebook says, okay, and does a little computing thing and pop, pops out the other side, starts showing your ad, to the, your ad to the right people that you said should see this. And then Facebook will actually decide whether, like, is this ad worthy for this audience? And if it's not, if you no know, people aren't engaging with it, if people aren't going and clicking, like they will just stop showing the ad to people as much, and your and your costs are going to go up. So that's kind of what I want to talk about today. How do you how do you work within that algorithm uh, and to get your ads in front of the right people? So we've covered that your 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 target audience, your ideal client, is on Facebook in some capacity. Facebook has their attention, so we know that we don't need to talk about that anymore. Now we just have to figure out how to find them, right, and what to do to uh, make our ad successful. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. So number one, you need to find out who you're sending your ad to and know who that is. And targeting is so important. So you're going to need to do your homework, right? The entire internet is competing for your customer's attention. So you're about to enter in that arena. So just start to think about it like that. Who else is in the arena? Who else is in here? Who who are my competitors? Like and and also. It's not just your competitors directly. It's like, who has my customer's attention? Uh, like, where do they shop? What kind of shows do they watch? Who do they watch on YouTube? Like, those kind of things, starting to dig into that because the, the things, the, the who, what, where of, of who has your, your current or what has your current uh, ideal client's attention, those are the things you want to start to target because you're going to start to siphon those clients over into your channel. Like, hey, hey, I'm here, and you like this person, you're probably going to like me as well. Or you like you like the Whole Foods, I, and you we probably believe the same kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Saying like those are the kind of target things. Like, so let's say if you're a wedding photographer, 
you don't want to just say engaged people who like weddings. Like that's not what we're talking about here. Like that could be, that's so many people. Um, we're talking about people who are going to be attracted to your brand and what you have. So we're going to enter in our competitors, people who we think are direct competitors, not, not people in our local area who, um, who are just competing with us, but like who, who is like, who is most like what we do, who is our competitor and how do we get some of their, the attention that they have, uh, onto us. So you can do that kind of stuff in the back end of Facebook and targeting. I'm not going to go into exactly how to do that. Just trying to tell you guys uh, how to uh, have have success with with your ads. So that's number one. Know who you're sending it to. Make sure that's dialed in. Number two, make sure the copy is consistent to what they're seeing in the newsfeed. And basically, what that looks like is you know people are used to interacting with friends and family. They don't want to see ads, and Facebook knows that. Facebook is trying their best to make that uh, experience, the experience of being on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, make sure it feels good. Like make sure people don't feel like they're being blasted with ads, even though they are. And, and, and people know that they can see that, but they, Facebook is now rewarding people, advertisers for making their ads and in, in more engaging. So like if people are liking and commenting and sharing, that's a huge deal right now on Facebook. And, um, if that if that is happening, and the the way to get that to happen is to write compelling copy and not say not like don't like make it feel like a, a sales letter on on Facebook. We're not we're not writing on our on our sales page here. This is not for that. This is for the people. And Facebook's concerned about the way the user experiences online. So if we're writing to like what what kind of stuff are you used to seeing in your newsfeed from your friends and family? It's not just it's not sales copy. It's, it's updates, right? It's, it's stories. It's updating people in their lives. Like if you can write sales copy, that's more akin to that, you're going to get more engagement and people are going to follow in. And the same goes for the image, whatever that image is or, or, or video, make sure it's native looking to the platform. Um, it's a huge deal and it's going to get you that social proof, which is so big on Facebook. And it's going that all of that so th- those those two things are combined there, that number two and three, uh, the copy and the creative element, um, being native looking and feeling to the platform. Facebook's going to reward you for that. Your costs are going to go down. You're going to get more engagement and you're going to get more sales because of it. And nat- that natural share stuff is really a huge deal. And you don't actually have to pay for that, that you know, <laughs> that's a big deal. Um, so we want to make sure it's feeling and congruent. And there's some sense of uh, congruency with uh, with your ad and the platform itself, like whatever that is. Um, and the next thing is like once they click on the ad, we want to make sure that the landing page we're sending them to doesn't it that it that it feels like the ad did. So if we made them feel all like warm and cozy and the the color palette and everything needs to be very similar on the next page, or else they're going to bail and. They'll just they'll just leave and they won't buy anything and, and we call this ad scent. Okay, if you can think of it like a trail, like when they when they reach this next spot, they're going to be like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll go here. They click on it and they go to the next spot. And if if it feels weird, they're just going to leave because they don't. I mean, it does. They just that's just how it is. Like people are crazy finicky with that stuff. It's, it could be the smallest little uh, thing. So we want to make sure that it feels natural and it feels like uh it feels yeah the same way the ad felt so that, that's actually really important uh to remember make sure that the ad scent is is really strong and, and and it uh that you know it feels like the the ad did so um the next thing is once you get them over there to your landing page you have to sell them you know if the goal is to uh to convert 
to convert them into buyers or clients or whatever, you have to sell them. You, you can't just send them to a, a random page on your site. You can't just send them to a contact page or an about me page or something like they don't care. You have to sell them. Like, why are they there? You, you did the work to get them off this platform onto this page. Okay. Now, why am I here? Like, if you think about that from their perspective for a second, and it goes into like what I've been talking about before with, with empathetic marketing and showing empathy to the person who's behind the screen. Like we're not just talking to robots out here. These are human beings who have stopped their lives and stopped in the middle of what they were doing to go and now pay attention to you for a second. So what do you have to say? Like convert them, sell them. Don't be afraid to do that because that is how you're going to get them in your world. So what do you need to tell them? What do you have to say in that brief like five to 10 seconds when maybe, maybe five to 10 seconds when they're on your your page before they bail or buy, okay? That's pretty fun actually, bail or buy. Um, So we want to sell them. That's the next thing. Uh, It will, your product will not sell itself. (laughs) You have to use words and video or both, or either, or like whatever you, you have to use your words. The product will not sell itself. Um, and the next one, and this is the, the biggest, this is the magic. This is the magic of Facebook. Okay. Retargeting. Okay. When you start your campaign, you set up two campaigns, right? One for conversions or whatever your, your objective is there. And then one for retargeting. Let's say you're not going for conversions on the front one. Maybe you're just sending traffic to a blog post or something. The retargeting then is when the magic happens. Like nobody's going to uh, go to your blog post that you sent traffic to and then remember it ever. Like they're going to read it and they're not even going to know who wrote it or where they went or nothing. They'll, they may reference it like, oh yeah, I saw that blog post about it. That was really helpful. I have to see if I can find it. That's, that's how the conversation, like think about all the pages you click on in a day. Do you remember exactly the brand and everything who, who shared that? Probably not. But the magic of retargeting is when you send them to a blog post, you can then retarget them with uh, an offer. You could retarget them to send them to another piece of content or something else that they opt in for so they can get an email address, whatever. That, but that's the magic is like you then like immediately can remind them. So if you set these up together with each other, as soon as they click over to your, your blog post and they have, you have the Facebook pixel installed, you can then tell Facebook, hey, anybody who comes to this blog post, I want to retarget them with this ad. And maybe this ad is uh, a freebie. Like, hey, I saw that you clicked on an ad about the top five things to do to make your Facebook ad work. Do you want the PDF uh, plus these five extra tips on uh, diagnosing uh, your crappy Facebook ad? <laughs> I don't know. Um and uh, so maybe that would be the opt-in, you know, like that's how you, the next step for them is to like, oh yeah, I just clicked on that. And that's keeping them fresh, keeping you fresh in their mind is what that is all about and driving them to some sort of decision. So, and it works the same if you're driving them toward conversions, like let's say you're an e-commerce store and you have this uh, product and you send them to a sales page and it's describing the product or whatever, and you really sell them because that's what you're doing, right? You're not just sending them to a product. You're selling them on the product. Like, why do I need this? Why am I here? Uh, sell them on it. And then if they don't buy, you can then pop up another ad in their face that said, hey, did uh, life get in the way? Um, make sure to uh, just just wanted to remind you that you had this in your cart or whatever. Like that, that is extremely powerful. So, and a lot of times that is the case. Like maybe they just got busy in the middle of, in the middle of the day or whatever, and and uh, it's just reminding them to come back again and again and again. And that's what we have to do because we are competing with uh, so many brands and so many people in the world, and we want to uh, make sure that we have their attention. So. Those are the things. And, and, and I, I want to also say that like 
Facebook ads are, are clearly, <laughs> they're not a magic bullet and there is no like perfect formula for you to go in and set up this, this Facebook ad campaign and it's going to work every time. There is nothing like, but if you, if you do these things, if you know who you're targeting, if you, if you're copying and creative or consistent with what they see in the platform, Facebook's going to reward you for that. You're going to build social proof. Your ad's going to do well. And if you have the landing page that's doing well, that's selling them and you're getting conversions, um, and you have a good retargeting uh, campaign set up to where you uh, have figured out what's going to convert best on that next step, you will have success. It will it will come. The problem the problem that most people have is that they try one ad, one copy, they send it out there like it's going to be perfect the first time, and then it dies, and then they just stop. So, what you have to do is always be testing. Always test out different ads, different different creatives, different copies. Like you you don't know exactly what's going to hit. Like you may have and w- once you get to a place where you understand exactly what the problems are that your that your people are having and exactly where they are and who they are. If you once you get to that place, then you'll be able to write compelling um copy and and put out the perfect creative uh aspect right away. But until you get to that place, just test, test like crazy, test like a mad person, like put something out there for a week, spend a hundred bucks. If it doesn't work, pop it down, put another one up there or run them simultaneously and do a split test, see what's going to happen. You know, run, run three different ones. Like it it just, you you have to test different things and you could test different types of ads, like video ads, um, single image ads, carousel ads, um, all that kind of stuff, messenger even, like you could, you just have to test and see what's going to work best for the people you're trying to reach uh, and the stuff you're trying to sell. So it is a process for sure. Uh, But if you can have some of these things in place before you get started, it is going to be um, far easier for you to A, diagnose what the problem is and B, have success right out of the gate. So I want uh, both of those things for you. Both of those skills uh, would be awesome. So anyway, I hope that was helpful. I hope that you can see the power uh, of Facebook ads and the pa- the fact that they do actually have your clients, your, your ideal customers' attention. It's just a matter of finding them on there. Um, the cool thing about uh, Facebook right now is that the algorithm has become so incredibly smart that we don't actually have to do quite as much anymore in the way of, of targeting. You can, you can put in some, some stuff and let Facebook do the rest. Like put give them a rough idea of who you're trying to get a hold of and Facebook will go out there and find them and, and they'll continue to find them. And not only that, they're going to continue to find people based on the action you want them to take. So if you want them to convert and buy straight off the platform, they're going to go look for those people. And when, when they find them, they're going to continue to send more and more of those people uh, and your your conversion rates are, are gonna are gonna skyrocket. So that is that is what can happen. I just wanted to you guys to have some ammo as you're going in, uh, especially if you feel like you're you're struggling and, and it's not uh, not working. In the upcoming episode, I'm gonna uh, talk about you know if things are not working, things to try um, to to fix that. But I just wanted you guys to uh, have a general outline and a plan for your next Facebook ad campaign. So until next time, y'all, I'm Chris Creed, and this has been the StoryWell Marketing Podcast, and I'll talk to you soon. 
Hey, this is Chris. I just wanted to pop back on real quick and let you know that I created a free resource based on everything we just talked about in this episode called the perfect Facebook ad cheat sheet. And so this is going to outline everything we talked about, things you can just look for that are going to help you have greater success out of the gate. I've used this exact method in launching my last few Facebook ads and they have all gotten a 10 relevancy score, which is awesome, which means Facebook's going to continue to pump those out to people, um, start getting engagement straight out of the gate, all those things. This is going to help you do that. So if you want to go to storywellmarketing.com forward slash ad, A-D, just two letters, storywell.com forward slash ad, and that's going to get you right in there so uh, you can grab your free cheat sheet. So I can't wait for you to start implementing this. Uh, please let me know how it helps you. I'm excited and I, I would love to uh, to hear about your, your stories of, of success. So storywellmarketing.com forward slash ad. See you guys.